0: Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Drennan. If you're a floral designer on a mission to build a profitable and thriving business, then you're in exactly the right place. I'm on a mission to bust through the secrecy of our industry, make it easier for you to know exactly what to focus on to help you build your business, and teach you my favorite mindset hacks so that you can learn to show up with more confidence and authority as you grow your business. I am so grateful to be able to share my journey with you, pass along my best shortcuts, and get you on the path to feeling more confident and making money doing what you love. No matter where in the world you're tuning in from, remember, you've got this. Once again, I am coming to you live, in person, in my sweaty gym clothes. And at this moment in time, I'm getting myself organized and ready and prepared because when you listen to this, I will have actually completed, (laughs) will have been done. I will have almost arrived back home from an amazing experience, and I know it's going to be amazing, even though I'm recording this having not yet left. (laughs) But I am heading over to the United Kingdom to go flower with one of my favorite humans on the planet. And I am going to the Chelsea Flower Show and I am going to Paris to learn how to make tarts. (laughs) And I cannot believe that all of those words are coming out of my mouth. But alas, here we are. Here we are recording this podcast so that you have something to listen to, And we can still stay connected, even though I will be on an airplane, which is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy to sit here and record this knowing I'm recording it for the future. It's so weird. It's so weird. (laughs) It's so weird to be a human being doing these things. But that's okay. I wanted to today talk through and give you some very specific actions and things to do to help optimize your online flower shop. And I know just how overwhelming and just how much consideration and thought needs to go into getting an online catalog sorted. And it's only recently dawned on me that I am coming up to 10 years (laughs) like what that must make me 100 10 years of sorting through different iterations different strategies different details different setups in terms of how to create an online flower shop how to create an online catalog that helps you make money and one of the things I look back now, and one of the many, many, many mistakes that I didn't know at the time, so we can't even call it a mistake, but I look back now at the very, very first iteration of an online catalogue that I had set up on our website, and that online catalogue had four products. There was no product photo, there was no gallery, there was no flower photos of any capacity. But there were four products. And the cheapest product was $60. The most expensive product was $170. So I didn't give my customers many options. The only option I actually gave them at the time was to pick a hand-tied bouquet or a vase and those four price points. Each one was set up as a different product. But I say that because A, we all start somewhere, but B, I have learned so much about the specifics in terms of how to set up an online catalog for your flower business, and how to set up an online catalog that makes it easy for your customers to order flowers, but also gives you complete flexibility in terms of the ingredients and the specific stems to include. And I know one of the biggest challenges that we run into when it comes to getting an online catalog set up is not wanting to create a catalog in the sense of something like FTD or Telefloral where it feels very much, it has to include three carnations and it must include four roses and it must be in this weirdly shaped pink vase or the good old classic smiley happy face, (laughs) right? We have this notion of, well, if I'm gonna set up an online catalog, then it has to be incredibly prescriptive and I can only ever make the thing that I show in that photo, but, something that has become so clear to me is the fact that that totally does not need to be the case. In actual fact, the reason that you get to set up your online catalog, the way that you do is purely to make it easier for your customers to make decisions. And the easier it is for your customers to make decisions, the simpler that experience is, the more orders you will get. Then there comes the whole back end, the fulfillment, the actual design. And there is so much opportunity in terms of incredible, infinite flexibility with what you actually create as compared to the photo. Now, there is a very specific process. To learn in terms of how to make that happen. But even before you get into that experience, it's so helpful to have some context and to have some specificity in terms of how many options to give your customers. And when I think back now and I look at that initial catalog that I created for our business and going, I didn't give my customers enough options. I also didn't give them the right options and I didn't even give them any options in terms of the size or the level of abundance or the prices that they wanted. Fast forward 10 years and I can now give you the exact formula to follow when it comes to getting your online flower catalog set up. and. So much of this is really about sales psychology and understanding how humans operate so that you can offer them something that feels simple to them, that checks the box for them, and that allows them to order the flowers that they were looking for. And so much of this is just building a sales mindset and remembering nobody came out of the womb knowing how to do these things. All those real estate agents that you see walking around Sydney, Australia in their fancy AF suits looking so schmick, they've spent hours learning sales psychology. So we get to do a similar experience and we get to learn how to become good at sales in our business. And it's just a skill to practice. It's just a skill to learn. But where I was in the early stages of setting up our website and setting up our online catalog was actually making it incredibly hard for our customers, not doing it intentionally, but not realizing that there is a very simple formula to follow when it comes to setting up your catalog. And when we make it hard for our customers, we inevitably make it hard for ourselves. Because the worry and the concern that drives us in most cases to set up our online catalog is, A, we don't want to create copy and paste designs. We want to create bespoke arrangements. We want to be able to have the freedom and flexibility to buy what looks good at the wholesalers. But two, we don't put in the energy and effort to keep testing and learning. So I 100%... (laughs) 100% thought people weren't buying the products on my website because I wasn't a good enough designer. I will tell you that I absolutely tied those two things together. So when I look back at that first online catalog with no pictures, no descriptions, literally just had a product name, the $60 offer I had was called the Thoughtful Bunch. Each one only had one price point. So there was no size variation. There was no color variation. It was literally, here's the product, no description. You tell me if you want a vase included or not. And here's the checkout experience. So that was 2014. That was like 100 years ago in terms of technology. But what I now have is 10 years, 10 years of testing and iterating and trialing different options. And even better 10 years of testing and trialing different options in different countries, different cities, different small towns, different giant metropolises. And it's so fascinating to know that I now have the formula to follow when it comes to getting your online catalog set up and making it work for your business. Where I missed the mark in terms of getting the online catalog right, and this is purely just out of not knowing, right? Not knowing enough about sales and not knowing enough about sales psychology that it didn't even dawn on me that there is a very specific process to follow when you're getting your online catalog sorted. And this is about giving your customers enough choice to feel like they're making an informed and right decision and finding that balance between not enough choice and too much choice. Because if there's not enough choice, customers will actually go somewhere else. And ironically, if there's too much choice, customers will inevitably go somewhere else. So it's finding that sweet spot, right? This is very much about Goldilocks and the three bears, right, the, ah, this is just the right amount. And I absolutely 100% know that now I can look back and go, oh, people weren't buying from that online catalog because I wasn't giving them the right choices, I wasn't giving them enough choices, and I wasn't giving them choices that aligned with how my customers make decisions. I interpreted it all as I'm not popular, I'm not good at what I do, I'm not as cool as the other people. It must be because I'm a new floral designer. I absolutely made the lack of transactions, the lack of sales mean something about me. When in actual fact, this is simply about selling and sales psychology. And when you can learn how to get out of your own head and start to really think like your customer, it becomes so clear in terms of where my thought process was totally going astray so one of the greatest like the single greatest sales advantage that we have as floral designers is that our customers don't know how this all works in many instances that could be interpreted as incredibly frustrating because every day you get inundated with the same questions except when you can flip your mindset around it and go this is one of the greatest advantages that you have it makes your sales process so easy because it can be copy, paste, rinse and repeat, copy, paste, rinse and repeat. It can be very templated, it can be very structured. It also then means it can be very teachable to somebody else so that your business doesn't have to revolve entirely around you. So the fact that your customers don't understand how this all works is actually your greatest sales advantage. Your customer right now knows that they need flowers, but exactly what arrangement, how many stems, what colors, what varieties, what textures, they don't know what's possible. That's why they've come to you. You are a floral designer. They see you as an expert in floral design, they see you as the expert in what to put in the arrangement, how many stems, what colors, what varieties, what textures, what container should I use? What's appropriate for this kind of occasion? How much should I spend? They see you as the expert. So this is where you get to claim your expert status. I love comparing this experience to, if you and I were to walk into the Apple store, If you and I were to walk into the Apple store and instead of them having the most beautiful, well-considered, spacious, open shop, what they did, instead of having an iPhone on display or five iPhones on display, instead of having an iPhone on display, what they decided to do was, over here is a table of wires, over here is a pile of cases On that table over there are 100 different microprocessors. And on the table next to it are 100 different options for screen sizes. And then they said to you and I, okay, ladies, go in and pick up the pieces that feel most appropriate to you and you tell me what you want me to make. For me, as a not tech person, (laughs) like a totally normal human, I'm like, Oh, my God, I am completely paralyzed, I am going to go out the front door and probably go down to 711 and eat a chocolate bar. Because <laughs> I cannot handle that level of decision making. But for me, it's like, I don't even know what's possible. Like, does that wire fit with that microprocessor fit with that screen? Instead of leaving every single one of those decisions up to customer, what Apple has done is actually the most helpful thing for their clients, the most helpful thing for them to get sales. So what they have done is that they have limited the number of options. They have made some decisions ahead of time, made it easy for us to decide which solution is best for us. So instead of you walking into the Apple store and having to make a decision about how many wires, what screen size, what phone case, which microprocessors, you get to go right to a product. And somebody might come up to you and say, hi, how can I help you? You can have a conversation with somebody at the Apple store. One of the best ways you get to make a decision in this world of technology in a world where you and I don't understand what's possible, how this whole thing works, or even how so much of the inside of a phone actually functions, one of the best ways that you and I can make a decision is to have a budget in mind. And that budget helps us narrow down the options. And even better than that, we have a budget in mind we have a very specific budget that we might've fairly arbitrarily just set. And we're still going to look at the options that are a little bit more expensive. And we're gonna look at the options that are not as expensive. So really finding that middle ground and making the decision for us can come down to a very simple thought process because we've picked this very specific variable we've decided that price is a super important line item in our decision for making a phone purchase. When you can lean into price as a point for making decisions and understand that that actually can be incredibly helpful, it opens your mind to more possibilities. Because if we bring it back to flowering and we bring it back to setting up your online catalog in your flower business, leaning into price as a point for making a decision is one of the single best ways that you can help your customers make the decision that's right for them. Particularly when we're in a situation where there is an infinite amount of choice. This is so helpful to think about, right? There's obviously every technology decision that you might ever have in your life. Using price as a key point of decision is super helpful. If you ever go through the experience of buying a house, it's so helpful to have a budget in mind. The same thing goes if you are buying a car. Having a budget in mind is super helpful. And this becomes an anchor that you get to make decisions with the less often we go through that buying process, which is pretty typical for buying a car and or buying a house and or buying a new phone, the more uncertain, the more unfamiliar we are with that purchasing experience, the more we can lean into price as an anchor, as a piece of concrete information for us to make an informed decision. Your customers feel the exact same way when it comes to buying flowers. So instead of leaning away from price as a key point of making decisions, you can lean into it to make it easy for them to find the right solution for them. Your average customer isn't familiar with what's possible with flowers. So it's super useful to help make the buying process to help making the decision-making process super straightforward and super simple for them while also being incredibly strategic with the prices of your products on your website. So when it comes to taking this concept of making it simple, making it easy for your customers to find what they're looking for, I know from my own experience that having four products with no size variations is pretty ineffective. (laughs) It just didn't deliver the amount of revenue that our business needed. And then I skew the catalog to a totally other end of the spectrum and just gave my customers way too much choice. We're talking like dozens and dozens and dozens of options, far too much decision-making. So when you land on that sweet spot, that middle ground, one thing that's super helpful to keep in mind is that with every product that you offer your customer, give them three price options. In other words, give them three size options. So instead of just having the product on your website, offer it in a small, medium, large, or a petite, standard, and a premium. Whatever language feels right for you and your brand, but giving them those three price points allows your customer to find the happy medium, allows them to use pricing as a way to make an informed decision, but having them have the option of cheapest, middle, more premium and making sure that when you set up the prices in your online catalog for each product, that there is at least a 30% price difference between each size. So as an example, if you have a bright bouquet, a bright hand-tied bouquet on your website, and you set the smallest size at $150, from there, you're going to add on two variations on that one product. So the smallest price point, the cheapest price point for that one product will be $150. Then you're gonna add on two larger sizes, each one is going to be 30% more expensive. So that lands you with $150, $195, and then $253 and 50 cents. And now you might be asking, Kathleen, why 30%? Anything less than 30% doesn't deliver a visual difference between size A and size B. This is one of the most common mistakes that I see florists make is, oh, I'll just add on $5 here or $10 here or five pounds here or five pounds there. Make sure that those prices are at least 30% difference because your customer is not going to see the difference between one more rose in that bouquet, but they are going to see the difference if there's two more roses, three button chrysies, and a carnation. So really making sure that you give yourself that budget to make an impact so that the sizes are different. You might be asking, Kathleen, can you explain a little bit more about why three price options? You bet I can. (laughs) And I actually found an article from the Australian School of Copywriting, which feels very relevant for me, very much in my heart. And I just wanna read out for you verbatim how he talked about this concept so that it really solidifies in your head. And so this is literally from their website in talking about the magic of three. It's no secret that if two products are virtually identical, people will buy the one that costs less. However, research has consistently proven that if buyers are exposed to a third product that costs more than either of the original two, people will usually pick the mid-price product rather than the cheapest one. By anchoring the mid-range price product as the standard price, everything more expensive than that will be seen as too expensive. Conversely, everything cheaper than that is, well, cheaper, less than, not quite right for the cheapskates you get the drift. (laughs) Can we all talk about how much I love Aussies and how matter of fact and direct and charming? (laughs) Charming we are because it's like, yeah, we're not here to like dance around the topic. We're like, no, give them a cheap price point. They'll infer it for the cheapskates. Give them an expensive price point and everybody will land in the middle ground. It's so powerful and it's so powerful in its simplicity. So your homework for this week is to jump into your online catalog and with each product that you offer, make sure that you have set up three price points. You're gonna have the price point that you have right now, then you're going to add 30% and then you're gonna add another 30% and do that with each one of your products. And one of the things that I love doing is, Just take a minute right now to look at what your average online transaction value is. Go through, update your prices, add in those two different size options for each product and 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days from that day, from the day that you finish updating your prices, go in and look at your online average transaction value. You will see it increase. And please, from me that if people aren't ordering from your online catalog, it has nothing to do, nothing to do with your design ability, nothing to do with how popular you are, nothing to do with your ability to be successful as a floral designer and everything to do with sales psychology and following the right strategy. So my friends go out there, update your online catalog, make sure you've got those three chunky price points for every single product And pay attention to the increase in your average order value because it will go up. And as always, my friends, please drive safe. Go out there and make some magic with your flowers and make some money. Drink your vegetables. I did it again. Go out there and drink your vegetables. Wow. No, thank you. Not a fan of V8 juice over here. Go out there and drink your water, eat your vegetables and get your sleep. And I love you and I will talk to you again next week.